Hey now, hey now. Welcome to another You Need a Horror podcast. I think we're knocking on 40 episodes. I don't know, Nick. We're just we're all, yeah. Hey, we're almost over the hill, brother. We're right there. <laughs> we're about to be through the midlife, the midlife on the uh, You Need a. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Garrett, what's up, pimp? You're on the show tonight. What are we talking about tonight, Garrett? I don't even know. I can't. Even oh, know. man. What is up, guys? About time, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to be talking about some horror sequels, some good horror sequels, um, you know, tonight. So I think that's going to be our topic of conversation and uh, just kind of dig deep and, and find some sequels that we really enjoy. See, I just want, I want to talk about your hoverboard back there. Is that thing like, Ooh. can does it slide on carpet? Because I remember looking into one that was like the real. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Have you used it? Um. No, I mean I I haven't stood on it, but you, you can I can slide it across carpet and it it has all the sound effects and stuff. So it actually was put out by Mattel, uh, probably maybe like at this point, maybe like ten years ago, I think. It came with like the actual Mattel box and stuff. Yeah, so that's one of my my prized possessions over there is that that sweet hoverboard. What kind of shirt are you wearing? I always like to see what kind of shirts. Yes, yeah, so I got a uh, I got a little George Romero, Michael Jackson rip. Look at that. Look at that shit. Woo! Hell yeah. And what kind of posters we got behind you? Because you're oh, man, you're it's, it's... you're always rocking different posters. Man. You you put me to shame. Yeah, where'd the, where'd the X one go? Do I see? Is that Jason X back there? Oh yeah, it is. I switched out my X for Jason X tonight. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, so we, I went a little sequel, a little sequel crazy on the on the posters back there. I figured I would uh, butter you guys up a little bit with some of these these titles I got here. I got Jason X. Look at H two, bro. H two. Yeah. I got uh, Elm Street two and uh, Texas Ooh. Chainsaw Next Gen. Oh damn, Nick! And, do you uh, like that Rob Zombie? Yeah, that's, that's a promo, bro, isn't it? That's, what the is H, that? that's the H two teaser. That's the first poster they released for that movie. That's the teaser poster. I had a T shirt of that poster. That is sick, Garrett. Yeah, man. That stuff? um, it's been a long time, man. So, like, again, um, I always go to, into things more or less like, especially back then, I was always going into things super positive about uh, my experience, especially with horror. And I know that like horror posters can get a little bit expensive, so. Anything that was coming out that I was like somewhat intrigued by, I always wanted to snag like the original theatrical one sheet from the theaters. So um, everything back here is all originals except that Elm Street 2. Um, that's a reprint. That's um, an original next gen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Son so everything's – they're all like double-sided too. They're all double-sided as well. So they're the ones that like came straight out of the theater, uh, the light boxes and stuff. So, yeah. Dude. So I, I, I still do that, man. Anything that comes out that I'm like – Oh man, like I want to, uh, I'm interested in that. Like for the X one, for instance, I try to get my hands on them early because if, if case one of these movies like really takes off, then that poster is going to be way out of my price range. So if I end up hating the, the movie, I can always kind of sell it off. So I have a ton of st- like backstock for over the years, um, that I have. So, and uh, th- it helps now that, um, my father-in-law actually is retired and he works at the movie theater. So I just tell him, Hey, <laughs> here's all the movies I want. So X, right. like he grabbed X as soon as it came in. Cause I don't know if it's on like a limited release, um, but he said they weren't even going to put it up. So he's like, they. I just told him, I asked him if I could have it. And they said, yeah, take it. So that's how I was able to get it. Because I haven't even seen any on eBay, to be honest. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering about that with X. Because uh, my my theater, which is a Regal, it's only showing it like three show times a day. Uh, hmm. It's not it's not getting much play around here. So like when I went to see it, I was like, oh, cool. My options are noon three o'clock and seven like it's just weird right. time frames like and, and that that was it so 
Yeah, I think it might be on some kind of limited release, which is kind of a bummer. I wanted to see this thing take off more, but word of mouth's great. Yeah. So I agree. And um, with that, with that being said, did you notice that there was any X posters hanging in the theater? Or no, there, uh, there was outside the theater. There was at, at my theater. They have four on the left of the building and four on the right of the building as you're walking into the doors. And the X poster was the last one on the right. Okay, so cool. it was outside. Yeah. Now, do yeah, you remember who was on that? Because the one I have has um, um Mia has, Goth. Yeah, that's the one I have. I'm curious to see if there was other ones out there. Um, you know, with all the different characters, I've seen all those, but I don't yep. know if they were released or they were just kind of online. But I was curious to see if there was any of those out there. Yeah, I'd get one with Britney Snow on it in a fucking oh, yeah. heartbeat. Mm, I want the the Matthew McConaughey dude, Martin <laughs> Henderson. Yeah, dude, was that when I saw that trailer for the first time? I said to my wife, like, "What is this Matthew McConaughey like horror movie?" And then it was was not him, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> he he was just like him, man. Oh my god, dead on. He's actually I mean, he's in a movie that I'm going to talk about tonight. A sequel. No shit. That, that guy. Yep, Martin Henderson. Yeah, we're getting there. I'm still, I'm still chilling and, and grilling right now. You know, Garrett, I got, I've got like, I've got what you call them video store rental stores. You know, when they became available on on DVD and stuff that, yeah, at the yeah, blockbusters, yeah. I've got a couple of those. Like, I've got Street Fighter. I just hung that up on my little shed today. Street Fighter the movie. I've got Demonic Toys. I got that cheap. Who the hell wants that though? You know, I'm a dude. We gotta we gotta talk demonic toys one day. I think we should do a rad recommendation of demonic toys because mm, uh, that's good. Stuff. It's it's one of those ones that it's like for some reason more than like most other like horror movies back then when I was a kid. I thought that was like the coolest thing. Like, and I used to just crack up at like. Uh, you know, at, at the little lines that Oopsie Daisy would throw at like the guard and stuff like that. I always <laughs> thought it was like so funny, you know, <laughs> and I always just and I, I loved like boy or whatever the guys, the kid's name was. I forget. Like, oh, he reminded me of boy from like little monsters or whatever, like the right. The, the kids. So I oh, think that'd dude. be kind of a cool one to talk about It's wild all day. I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> I actually got I, I hung it up today because I was moving stuff around my rock. Uh, not rock. Blood, uh, Slaughterhouse. Oh, 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 you yeah. can see it. Yeah. Slaughterhouse oh, yeah. rock. I bought this thing. Here's a crazy thing. I bought it on uh, Amazon for twelve dollars. Wow! It is folded, but you know, I, I I've lucked out. Cindy got me a Halloween three original that was rolled, mm. and she got me that like a decade ago. I I don't know how much those are going for now, but I kind of like the folded every once in a while. They got you know sometimes when you buy prints, you can see the folds because yeah, they use like... the folded poster <laughs> to print Definitely. it. You know. It's uh man, it's it's tough with the poster game because um for me it, it's I'll buy reprints, um, especially for movies that I want to hang up because to frame 27 by 41s are the worst. Like you've got to like each frame is like $70. Like it's not something you can just go and get. So I'm so I have so many like 27 by 41s, but I think I just gotta bite the bullet at least buy four frames that I can like switch these out every once in a while, just because I have so much cool stuff. And, um, so sometimes I'll buy reprints. Like for instance, that Elm street, I have it signed by, by Patton. And, um, you know, it was a reprint because I, I wasn't going to spend the money on a part two original, especially if I couldn't frame it. So, um, right. that's why like a lot of the ones you see behind me, like all these are originals because they're all like, they came out after 90. So they all fit in those, in those poster frames. So I mean, you can get those at, at Walmart for like 20 bucks a piece, but 27, by, you add an extra inch and it's like $70 frames. It's, it's crazy. Right. Yeah, that's what I had to do. That's what I had to do with that uh, Slaughterhouse and Halloween 3. 
at just 40, 27 by 41. What the hell is that problem? Uh, what is that all about? 27 by 41? Yeah. You know, God almighty. It's crazy. All right, Nick, talk to me. Do you want to start off the, so this, this is what we're doing. We're doing awesome horror sequels. Now I told, I told Garrett and I was basically telling Nick, I, I, this don't need to be, this don't need to be us talking about Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween and Friday the 13th. Everybody's seen them damn movies. What are we, we, we're telling them something they already know, you know? So I just wanted us to dig deep. Now that doesn't mean that it can't be something that's not well known. Maybe it's something that you just love. You want people to talk about. It. I don't know what you guys lists are, but I told Nick I got some rando ones, but I also got one of my favorites that is a. It was from a big movie, but the sequel is so great. I love it. It's so different, but it, it just takes a backseat to the first movie. So I got movies like that on my list. So Nick, what what, what are we looking? What's your list looking like? You want to start us off? Yeah. Uh, and and this is in no particular order. These are just seven that, hey, man, I, I think they kick ass. And the first now, one I'm going to go with. Hold on, Nick. Now, Garrett, this is gauntlet mode tonight. So if you disagree with one of these sequels that Nick says, you don't do it to me because <laughs> I'm special. You can't mess with me. Oh, but if yeah. you disagree with anything Nick says, you <sighs> say, you stupid son of a bitch. At me. <laughs> uh, you <Yeah>. know, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll see what he says, but I'm usually pretty open with with the thing with those things. A lot of crap I like, but vice um, versa, Nick. You can yeah, now, Garrett, now, uh, yeah. now, how about this? If anybody, uh, are we going to do like, is he going to go all seven? Is he going to do one? You do one. I do one and go what around. We'll do now, lazy Susan. If someone brings up one that we have, do you want to just all say, yeah, that was on ours too? Or do you want to just go? Yeah, I, I think we should do that because this is in no particular order. I don't have them like ranked from one to seven. It's just mm-hmm. seven. He's, you know, I'll throw them out at any yeah. random time. Yeah. So if one of us says one and another one of us has it on our list, when it gets to us, we'd be like, yeah, that was right. another one I wanted to talk about. So right, what do you think, okay. Christian? That's fine, man. Let's just roll with it. Whatever happens, right. happens. There's no looking back. All right. Well, this movie, I feel like it's lost in the shuffle because the first one was it was moderately successful, I think, and, and also just gross and gave people a bad taste in their mouth. Hostile Part 2. I knew it. Uh, I fucking knew it, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Good pick, but I knew you were going hostile. City was like, go hostile. I said, no, because Nick's going hostile. I fucking know he's going hostile. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, hostile. I didn't see the first one in theaters, but I saw the second one in theaters. Um, and I was definitely too young to see that in theaters at the time. Would that come out? Oh, eight oh nine something like that it was late 2000s and yeah and it dude it's i I think it's better than the first one i really do like i don't know if it's the chick hanging upside down over the bathtub and getting scythed up and the bathing in blood or if it's the dude getting his wiener cut off and fed to the dog but hostile part two is a banger man and and my wife is not really big into the first one so i was worried about showing her the second one i was like ah she didn't really like the first one i don't know if she'll like this one she loved the second one so i think uh it satiates you if you have a taste for gore uh i love hostile part two out of curiosity does anybody have like I guess I didn't really. I, I don't know what the goddamn definition truly is of sequel. Like mine actually are all part twos, but does anybody have no. like part threes or fours? I, I have a five. I have a prequel. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, no. I've only got twos, man. <laughs> That's fine. I got twos. Yeah. So Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick's, yeah. The, Nick's the weirdo tonight. <laughs> yeah. Nick, listen. listen, Nick. I gotta say though, 
Hostel three. Nobody watches Hostel three. I like. I have seen it. I have seen it. I did not hate it. I didn't hate it. I like Hostel three. What's wrong with Hostel three? There's nothing wrong with Hostel three. The only thing that was, it's just a little jarring to me compared to the first two because it's definitely smaller budget. It was direct to video. Like you can just tell the same. I don't know. The quality isn't as high as the first two. It's not a bad movie, but it's just if you watch them in succession, you're just kind of like, ah, yeah, that one kind of is a step down. Like, I just think like for me, objectively, it just does seem like a step down, but it's not bad. I think they could have released it in theaters. I mean, the first two were moderately successful. I don't know why they didn't, but yeah, I don't dislike it. Okay, I'll accept that answer. Garrett, I'm gonna let you go last because I have no idea what the hell you're gonna say tonight. I just I'm, right, I have no yeah. idea, dude. It's probably it's it's actually nothing too crazy. You're probably gonna be like, oh, I, half of those are on my list. I'm gonna laugh my ass off if you have this movie on your list. Probably. My okay. first pick of the night. Now, people listening right now, get out your Amazon accounts, pull up your eBay accounts, get your wallets ready because my first pick is an awesome sequel. That nobody's fucking seen. Hobgoblins two. No sir. <laughs> my num my my number seven. And I really like this movie. This isn't an ironic pick. My number seven is the Gate Part Two. Have you, has anybody seen the Gate Part oh, yeah. Two here? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm a big Gate fan, so uh, I've definitely seen Part Two. It's not on my list, but uh, but yeah, I've definitely seen it. I certainly don't think it's. It has like the magic of the first no. gate, which I do think the gate is a, so I remember the first time I watched the gate. I was this movie seems so unsuspecting and then it got keeps getting bigger and better and bigger. And then there's that giant weird monster thing that has that weird. But I love that part two is almost like this behind the scenes look at the world and and the key, the kid with the glasses he captures one of those little minions and he's got it in the jar yep, yep. and it's sl- it's a slower movie but i just like it i think it's um it just it's different it's not being the same film maybe because it couldn't be i believe the kid left acting and then got back into acting somebody told me that's the dude from blade or something the villain from blade yeah you know? oh the yeah steve steven dorf from the first steven dorf yeah he, oh, yeah, he, he yeah, did yeah, yeah. I remember watching the special features on the part oh. two Blu-ray and his parents were like the kid ain't acting. We get put him in back in school. He's not going to be oh. an actor. So that's why he wasn't in part two. So then they got the other brother, the other dude, the, the friend, and it's mostly him. Mm. And I, I just think it's a it's an interesting, fun little sequel that I didn't even know existed till Scream Factory put out the Blu-ray. And because I love the gate so much, I was like, well, I, I have to get the gate too. Mm. And it's just a fun little movie. I, I like it. I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's pretty good. So I gotta no, put the it's gate, fun the gate for sure. there. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good pick. And um I I have not watched the special features on that Scream Factory. So now that you bring that up, like I had no idea why Steven Dorf wasn't in that in that sequel. Um, right. and what's funny is uh, I actually had somebody um friend of mine get me steven dorf's autograph on a gate poster this past weekend so i'm waiting for her to ship this oh, uh, you ship it back to me, but yeah oh, he was at monster mania and i couldn't make it so i sent her a poster and she got it signed for me so um which is pretty cool but yeah i, I had no idea that he uh why he wasn't in that movie but at least it kind of gave that other kid a little bit more credit credit and i like when sequels you know kind of have to do with the original one so the fact that he reprised that role like to me like i like when things connect if it was just like a whole new brand new crop of kids and to me, it would probably be as been as as uh, as good. 
Right, right. Yeah. All right, Garrett, where the hell are we going in the Bruins? All right, so actually, <laughs> uh, I actually do have a couple threes in here. I have two threes, two part threes. Um, threes? There's no yeah, good, have... There is no good part three in the world. Well, then, then I'm going to throw it out with a bang then because uh, you, yeah, you're going to and you know and you know this Exorcist three. Is, yeah, uh, oh, that is also on. on. It's also on my list. So you just took a note. Yep. Exorcist three. I mean, what can you say that 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 movie is like? It's it's right on par with the original. Um, you know, I I think it's it's. I'm not going to say it's better because I think they're different. But I mean, it, it's so entertaining and it's so creepy and you know the performances are really good. And I know that this movie wasn't intended to be an exorcist sequel. And, uh, they kind of ended up, you know, maneuvering it to kind of fit the exorcist uh, timeline there, but man, there's some creepy moments in this movie. And, uh, I think, I think it's definitely one that if people see part two, they might try to ignore part three. And I, I recommend definitely checking this thing out for sure. What's wrong with part two, Gary? You got a problem with the heretic? Oh, man. You, well, you have a problem with the heretic, too. Don't you lie. Here, I own here. the heretic. <laughs> Heretic's back there in the wall. I got it on Blu-ray. Listen, uh, I have it as well, but um, I'm not going to say any. I'm not going to say anything bad because I'm a huge Linda Blair guy. So anything Linda Blair is tolerable to me. Uh, I think it's a crappy movie, but, you know, it's got Linda Blair in it. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. She tapped in. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> no, for real. I, so, I tell you. I tell you, Garrett, I have no problem dying on a cell. To me, it's no question that Exorcist 3 is the best Exorcist. That's just me. It's no question. Just, I'm not going to stand for this blasphemy, Christian, okay? Garrett said it right, okay? Let's just leave it at that. They're both very different. They both do what they're intended to do very well, but they're very I, different. But the people want me to be honest. I'm just being honest. I think You it's, can speak I think, the truth. I think The Exorcist is great, but, I mean, come on, George C. Scott? I mean, he's the man. I want to what else can I say? George C. Scott's one of the greatest Gar- actors of Garrett, all time. Garrett, split it down the middle and just tell the people that why Exorcist: The Beginning is actually the best Exorcist <laughs> movie. You know what? I think a good I think a good show would actually be talking about Exorcist: The Beginning and Dominion because that holds a buckle. I mean, I, oh, I still don't really, I still don't really understand how that went. I remember seeing, I saw one in the theater must have been the beginning because i think that's the one that hit the theater but then dominion like came out and it was like no we're the real prequel and And i really don't really understand the whole maybe you guys do what the deal was with that why were there two prequels that came out around the same time and then both fighting for like what was the real prequel i I still don't get it but um they have them both on dvd but you know that's about it it was really more of a studio thing is from what i read and in a directorial thing of like the, the beginning, I think, was the first one to come out, and they didn't feel – I don't know if it was the studio or the director didn't feel like their vision was properly, like, put onto screen. So, And they felt like, oh, we missed the boat on releasing this, so let's pull back on this one. Let's go change some things and then put it back out there, and maybe it'll really hit big once we fix a few things here and there. Christian might know more about it than me, but I have read up on it before, and that's what I read is that they they – part of it they thought they just put it out at a bad time and people didn't notice or what i'm like no it just sucked and that's why mm-hmm. nobody cared but i don't know christian you got any more to expand upon that i do actually because both of those movies are actually on my list what no i'm not. kidding oh, <laughs> <Garrett's shut laughs> I, was gonna say, I was gonna say those aren't sequels they're not sequels <laughs> uh, no i don't know uh, to be honest with you nick i can't say that i've ever dove into the uh backstories of the these exorcist movies that much i mean 
just Exorcist 3. I know. I don't know. I, I'm sure what you probably said was probably key on it. It could have been like, how, how the fuck is this not doing well? We got to try again. This That's is pretty much what it was. You know? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it could yeah. be one of those things. So like, oh, you know what? People just missed it. We'll we'll throw it back out there and change it up a little bit. And we'll say we're the real prequel and people respond to it. And they didn't. So, right. yeah. But yeah, Garrett, I had The Exorcist 3 on my list as well. Uh, I pretty much echo everything you said. I do not echo what Christian said. I still take the original, but it is very close. I'll give him that. Um, it so is I guess, not close to me, dude. It's well, <laughs> Okay. The next one I'm going to mention, and, and I, I, from what Garrett just said, it sounds like I might get like chastised for this. So I, I hope you do. Garrett, don't it, you no. dare hold back, dude. No, 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 no. Well, it's not a sequel. It's a it's a prequel, and maybe that is like fudging up. Maybe that's fudging up the rules, but but it's part of a franchise. It was also like the latest one to come out, aside from uh, another prequel years later that had a different actor and nobody gave a shit about. Everybody always talks about Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal, but Red Dragon. I am a big fan of Red Dragon, and uh, that was actually my introduction to uh ray fines uh who obviously went on to play voldemort and uh q in the james bond movies or not q m my dumbass. um i really liked red dragon i mean they they got all the important people back um obviously anthony hopkins um but the issue that the only issue i had with it is that you're trying to sell me that this is right before silence of the lambs when clearly it was like 10 years later that you filmed it so everyone looks older and it's like this eh. but mm-hmm. edward norton like I, I like the movie i think it's better than hannibal and and hannibal i enjoy hannibal but it just didn't have the magic that silence of the lambs had uh so red dragon i i really like a lot i feel like if you went red dragon and then watch the silence of the lambs i feel like that's a good double feature there so yeah i like red dragon you want me to, you want me to handle this garrett um because i know you're a man of class do you want me to handle this yeah you can you can take over you can take over sure i'll give it to you nick red dragon's a pretty good movie but it's no manhunter manhunter i I was i knew you were gonna talk about Manhunter. i was gonna say that but you know what i will agree and i think that man i think red dragon even though it's in my opinion no manhunter the thing with manhunter i think manhunter is a great great movie but it is kind of weird because you know it's not the same lector right so it's a little bit off you know it doesn't it something feels a little bit missing but I think Red Dragon is a pretty good, uh, you know, adaptation of Manhunter, and I also think that it is better than Hannibal as well. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta say, guys, I really like Hannibal. I think it's aging like a fine wine to me. I, I go like back it. and revisit Hannibal, and I actually get a have a pretty good time with Hannibal. I like it too, but my problem is the the casting of Julianne Moore. She just doesn't work in the movie. Like, I mean, I. Jodie Foster, I thought, did really well in The Silence of the Lambs. The chemistry between Lecter and uh, Clarice is just not there in the second one. I feel like it's very forced. And as an audience member, too, fresh off of Silence of the Lambs, you know it's not the same person. It just doesn't feel the same to you. I, I don't know. You know, there was a time where Julian Moore was in. She was literally just in everything. Yeah. From the mid-90s to early. She was just every. You could get away from her. I, I like I like all these movies. Being serious, like I do love Manhunter, but it, that's such a great stylized. Michael Mann is one of the greatest directors ever. But you know, I like Red Dragon too. I mean, obviously, like you said, it's like, why does Lecta look old, <laughs> older? Yeah. You know, let's yeah. be honest though. Like I'll say this, man. This is just me. Nothing. I don't I don't care who it is. Not even not even Michael Mann. 
nobody could touch Demi's Silence of the Lambs. That no. movie is is literally one of the best ever. And I, Garrett, I'm sorry, dude. Tell me why. Why do I get? Why do I say that Silence of the Lambs is one of the greatest horror films ever made? And these people say it's a psychological. Thriller. Yeah, you know what they? It, to me, there's a lot of things that kind of fall in, inside horror that they don't want. It. They, you know, they try to put a, a, a spin on it. But to me, it's it's it still falls in the same vein, regardless of what they want to call it or not. If people want to muddy up the waters with uh, labeling the subgenre of a movie, I mean, right. the, the roots of it are horror. You could say horror, mystery, thriller, crime, whatever you want. Right. It doesn't matter. It's a horror at the end of the day. So mm. the only movie I haven't seen in that franchise is Hannibal Rising. Never had any interest in it at all. I like it. I like I'm. It's not fucking bad. Uh, I, I saw it in the theater actually, and, um, I have it on DVD, but man, it's been a real long time since I've seen it. I mean, I, if I'm, if you're asking me about it, like I can remember him being young and like running through, like he running away, like in this field, I really don't remember too much about it to really give an opinion on if it holds up or not, but you need to go see it. It was just too jarring yeah, for me without, it. without Hopkins. Like I just felt like somebody else playing that role. I get it's a prequel, but I just, it just didn't draw me in. It's not. Anthony Hopkins. I don't know. The show was pretty good. I saw some of the show too. I, I think I think your boy from Child's Play was writing some of them episodes too. Yeah, that's that's Mancini was involved that's Matt's, in the show. Yeah, Mads Mickelson plays Hannibal, right? Yeah, I love Mads Mickelson. So, yeah. all right, Christian, what's your next I'll, one? I'll get. I'll give you that one. Okay. Um. Okay. So this is actually a from a this the first movie is one of the biggest movies ever. And I just want, I talked to people literally yesterday. The reason I have this on my list is because I was talking to somebody yesterday about this movie. Like, you know what? I never saw that. Is it worth seeing it? I said, is it worth seeing it? Are you kidding me? I got it. I'm sorry, guys. This is probably the biggest movie on my list. Motherfucking Gremlins 2 is one of the best ever. Joe Don- This is Joe Dante. We got to understand that first movie, that's Spielberg. He had to just go in and do this, do this. Because that first movie is going to be a lot more bombastic and evil. But in Gremlins 2, John, Dante just went super over the top. And that movie is so... Christopher Lee is in it. You got Hulk Hogan. Gremlins. Oh, that Hulk Hogan scene is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. It's I love... Gremlins 2 is literally taking the Gremlins stuff, spinning on his head, poking fun at it. That's Joe Dante. It could be the best Joe Dante movie. It's really could be one of the best. Joe, I love Joe Dante. All this stuff, uh, matinee, everything he's done. He's so good. Little Soldiers, Toy Story, whatever movie was. He's so good. But this movie is so insane. I can't imagine having to film a movie like this. It just seems ridiculous. But it's so entertaining. They make fun of the gremlins. Like, how does this work? What if it's 6 a.m.? That's past midnight. Yeah. What's the time frame? What if they start eating something, but then they throw it up? Or what if they do this? Like, what if happens when they get a piece of food stuck in their teeth? And then it's pe- they make fun of the whole thing. It's, it's so good. Gremlins 2 is so, I think it's as good as the first one in, in its own right. So people, watch Gremlins 2, for God's sakes. It's that good. I mean, am I right? You know, I, I love Gremlins 2. I, 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 to me, I wouldn't compare it to the original again in the same vein as like we said with with uh exorcist it's just very different um i think gremlins 2 is what the people were expecting with gremlins because you know as you kind of know you know gremlins the big problem was is that based on the commercial they thought it was like going to be this fun happy-go-lucky kids film and they ended up like kids crying and screaming in the theater when all of a sudden that egg hatched for the first time and realized oh shit this thing's this thing's turned into a horror movie here and it was very 
you know, not worn in a sense. So when they came out with Gremlins 2, like it almost feels like, hey, they, they made it a little slapsticky and being like, hey, you know what? It's okay if uh, you bring your kids on this because it's a little bit more, you know, tongue in cheek than, than the first one was. Um, but I think, again, I think they're both really well done. I'm a big, big Gremlins fan. And um, I think that it's just, again, I'm cool with anything Gremlins. And I, I think Gremlins is one that could be remade or a part three could still work now. Um, the, the problem is, is just... The, the practical effects were just so good back then. I just don't want it to, to screw it up, but I would love to see more gremlin stuff uh, nowadays. And the brain gremlins, my fact. I got the, I got the NECA. NECA did a brain gremlin where he's got like the, uh, he's got like the suit on with the blue blazer costume. And oh, the yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that scene. I love that scene so much, but that's a big fear of mine, man. If they ever redid gremlins, you'd know they want to CGI it. And, uh, I think it's it's one of those things where it could kind of be like a Ghostbusters afterlife, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like it can can be in this world that it's not like starting over and you can have I don't know if you could bring your boy back if he'd be into that. I'm sure he well, would. If, did you see the that Mountain Dew commercial they did? Remember that? That was a big hit for a while. So, right. It, it right. kind of worked. It kind of worked in that commercial with him and Gizmo. And you're kind of like, you know, why can't they spin off this? Like he could have his. I think in the commercial, does he give Gizmo to his daughter or something? I don't know. Something like that, I thought. Yeah, I remember that commercial. So that could be know. like, to me, like that's a whole story in and of itself, right? And then, you know, we know how us, everybody knowing like, hey, here are the rules. And if you break them, this is what's going to happen. So now that most people know about it, you know, you can kind of see it coming. They can do a lot of like Final Destination type shit where you think that something's going to happen. It doesn't. And then for some other way, he gets wet or something, you know, and I think it'll be, it would be pretty fun. But again, it's just, we got to be very... The, the CGI could be a, a hit or miss, I think, in my opinion. Right. Nick, Gremlins too. I mean, what, what else do you to say? It's great, right? Yeah. No, I actually, that was the first one I saw. I, I saw that before I saw the first one when I was a kid. I I, I loved that one. So, yeah, I, I there's really nothing else to add. I, I, I'm i a big fan. I, I, sh- I should be clear. Gremlins 2, the new batch. Yes. I can never forget the tagline. Garrett, where the hell are we going next, man? Well, speaking of Gremlins 2, the new batch, I know you're a video game guy. I, uh, do you have that for, was it Nintendo that was one, remember? I was literally, literally <laughs> just playing it before we did this. <laughs> no not, way, I'm really? Kidding. I swear oh, to God. man, I loved that when I was a kid. I loved that because I don't think there was another Gremlins. It was just that one, right? The new yeah. batch was the only game, right? I. It's so funny because I have the NECA new batch gremlin where the gremlin is oh, like yeah, all those yeah, yeah, yeah. spotty weird colors yeah, like based off right. of the video game uh, yeah so i've been going through boxes of shit getting my little shed situated and i was i found that and i was like oh my god i love this video game and so i was playing it a little while ago you know yeah, that's awesome i'd actually be interested in uh learning more about your game collecting and stuff because again i i'm older than you guys right so to for you to have this stuff, to me, it, it's it's wild because like how Nintendo couldn't have been uh, the thing when you were a kid, no? And now, so I, you I had rem- to go back, right? We got a we got a my grandma gave us a Nintendo around ninety five, and then we got a sixty four the same year, and then two years later, my dad got a Super Nintendo from my neighbor, and then my brother was really big Nintendo guy. I liked Nintendo, but. When I got my Sega Genesis in '99 or 2000, that that was my, that's my thing. I'm a Sega Genesis fanatic. Then I got my Saturn. Every birthday, I told my dad I want the next Sega console, Dreamcast. I've got all of it. And then I just became obsessed with it. So I've collected retro stuff, Game Gear, 
uh, all of it for the better part of a decade, over a decade, over a decade now. So I've got a very extensive retro gaming collection. To me, it's crazy that like the say that you got a Nintendo the same year the 64 came out, like it, they weren't still selling Nintendos that far in, were they? Or did you get well, it from somebody? We got to remember, Garrett. Nintendo published its last official games for the system, for the NES, in 94 with Wario's yeah, That's Woods. nuts because that means like Super Nintendo was already like on its way out and Nintendo was still making games. That's crazy that's, to think that's about. That's crazy, right? right? I mean, the Nintendo just kept going. T- Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters and Wario's Woods, those games are super expensive, especially the Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters because mm. they literally came out in 1994. You know, so I I don't remember if it was a retail purchase, but you can imagine getting your hands on one was probably very, very, very easy in the mid nineties. Right. You, we got it at a whatever kind of store. So, but that's um, interesting. I, I'm I'm interested to learn about that because we were big gamers. I'm not a gamer now. Um, I was a big gamer as a kid. My brother is like with the way I am with movies. He's with games. So I, as you kind of know, like with his band and stuff like that. So um he was always huge into games growing up and we had actually it's funny you say that we had a, a saturn which nobody had and the fact that you said you had it it's Great like system. i felt like i was like the only kid that had a saturn uh that i knew me and my probably were friend, and that's it and that's it and it was like and i can remember though like loving it and going to the rental stores and being like shit there's like there's like no games and like no games. that was the big thing at the time it was just there was just no games so we ended up like I think I ended up getting 64 shortly after because I was so pissed that I'm like, there was nothing to rent ever. So, no, I know. Um, yeah, yeah we get, we could have a whole conversation about that soon. And I, I've, I've, I have so much worthless knowledge on Sega. I'd love to talk to you about it. I yeah, have let's, so let's, much let's worthless Maybe do a knowledge. Sega Saturn thing or something. Cause I don't want to, I want, I want to get back to what we were talking about here, but I just thought it was funny that you, uh, you know, about the new batch and all that stuff. So, yes, sir. Um, Where are we all going? right. So, all right, so I'm going to tell a part three on this. Um, again, now after actually that Nick said that it's technically called part three, but it is, I guess, a prequel. Um, and it is Paranormal Activity three, oh! which is my favorite of the whole series. Um, Me too, personally. Same here. All right, so um, yeah, it was just it was just awesome at the time. Like I liked Paranormal Activity the first. I think the first two I liked. I liked this one a lot. Then to me, they start blending together. I, I, I forget, like I know marked ones because that one took place somewhere else, but they start to become very blurry to me. And um, when I saw the first one in theaters, I remember my wife and I coming home. Uh, we had just gotten married at the time and being like freaked out at the house after seeing it. Like we're like, oh, did something just move? Like that never happens to me when it comes to movies, you know? And, and that one did it for us with Paranormal Activity. And so we made it a ritual that we were going to go to these all the time. Every year it came out. And when part three came out, I just thought it was just super cool because it took place in like the eighties. And what I liked about it the most is not only just the story in general, but the aesthetics of the house and the furniture. And, you know, they had like these old um, wooden chairs with like the, the springy metal bottoms. And I'm like, dude, those were the chairs I had growing up, like in my kitchen. Like, and it was just so crazy that like they, they got all that right. It was like a cool looking like eighties funky house. And, I always just was really into this one, and I don't know if it has to do with where when it took place, but or the story or what. But I love I love part three, and I I feel like it's one that people just don't really say much about. Nick could probably talk more about this because he's Nick's nerdy with details, but like they they did really good, they did really good stuff. I mean, Nick, remember that part 
where they put the camera on the the fan. Uh, fan. Like that is a that is an experimental thing, but it's yep. suspenseful. Yep. So yep. like it brought the audience in. The, the best part about it too is that nothing really happens in that scene too, which is at least not till the very end of it. But like, no, yeah, it's an elongated scene on just like an oscillating fan that works tremendously. I mean, I I don't even know. I, it, Paranormal Activity 3 was, for a found footage movie, it was ahead of its time. And you might hear that and say, like, well, what the what the hell are you talking about? Like, found footage had already pretty much been done to death at that point. Yes, but they did a lot of interesting and, ingen- like, there was a lot of ingenuity in the camera angles, how they used the camera. Um, and, it, I mean, it, I would say the first three movies are like that in different ways. There's some interesting techniques with the cameras. It wasn't until part four where you really started to get your more cookie cutter, like ghost uh, found footage movie. But yes, no, the paranormal activity three, I had that on the list and I crossed it off because Christian was pressuring me and he didn't even mean to, he was just like, I I wanted to try to go with movies. I haven't talked a lot about before because I myself have talked about that movie a lot on episodes of the podcast. Cause that's my favorite paranormal activity movie. So right. uh, yeah, yeah. I completely agree that that movie kicks ass. <clears throat> Well, good pick. Good pick. Thanks. Where are we going back to Nicholas? Now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll roll into my next one. And this one, this one's a bummer to me. I really hate how this one was received. And I understand why, because the one before this one sucked butthole and people thought <laughs> there was, it did. people thought there wasn't going to be another one. And, um, there was, and it was the least successful out of all of them, but I think it's the best one since the first one, there's an argument for the second one, but final destination five, um is that dude. final destination or is it final destination five i get so confused I've i do too all. man that's it's, the problem it's, I, it's I final destination five the final destination is the fourth one the overbloated cgi bullshit one that where the dude literally gets his butthole sucked out through a pool <laughs> i um, like that one so much i swear dude, to god i do I I, what's the god one with I the do they all blend to me after like part two what's the one with like the gymnast <laughs> uh is that that's four yeah I, that's just one i remember that's one one death that i remember I think, uh, a lot i don't know i know exactly what scene you're talking about but i try, i want to get her it, it's four or five so we're right in the wheelhouse yeah there. it's one of these two they, now, like, they all blend these... together because there's so many fucking scenes yeah, that I think like, about. Like the tanning salon is probably one of my oh, all yeah, time and favorites. part three, yeah, roller coaster of love's plan while roller coaster, up. Yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. it's great. But the reason I put Final Destination five on here is because surprisingly, I, I say this all the time: like a movie this late into a franchise has no business being this good. And this movie is it, and actually was pretty well received by critics for a final destination movie because it all ties back into the first one. You find out mm-hmm. that the people in this one are boarding the plane to go to Paris from the first one. So it's like, I guess technically you'd say it's a prequel, even though they titled it final destination five doesn't really make much sense there, but no, I really love the way that this blended into the original story and I didn't see it coming. Uh, and I, I think that the CGI was way, way better than the previous one that was awful and it added a human element to it uh in the sense of you know you get tony todd's character in this movie basically saying like the way to avert death is you know kill someone like take the life of someone 
else in death's chain from that event. And if you kill them, you're good. You like you have cheated death. So now you get these group of friends, literally some of them trying to kill each other just so they don't have to die as part of death's plan. I I thought it was really cool. I really did. So I'm throwing my hat in the ring for Final Destination 5. Now that was all have their place in in history. I think all of them have their place in history. What's 3D? Is that six? What is that? One? That's four. There's only five. Of them. Oh, that's four. Uh, oh, there's yeah. only. All right. Four ain't They're, that bad, Garrett. It ain't that bad. <laughs> I, it, dude, you know what? It's been, I've seen them all, but it's been a while since I've seen three, four, and five. So I think especially four and five to me felt like very uh, more alike. So uh, I just have a tough time remembering like the different things, but. He's right though. Like the, the final one is, is better. It is good. I remember saying to myself, damn, I really like this one. And I like that they numbered it again. They're like, fuck it. Let's just yeah. number it. <laughs> it's like, a prequel, screw it, but yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. So I don't get that, but I love it. I love it. Oh man. Christian, where are you going? All right. So this is my third one in a row that starts with the letter G. So we did the gate and we did gremlins too. I this know one. Now. This one is for all my people out there that haven't even tapped into the Charlie Ban Empire world. For God's oh, sake, yeah. watch the first one, but then watch Ghoulies 2. <laughs> because Ghoulies 2 is going to give you more of what you probably think of in your head. So, Because the first Ghoulies, which is still my favorite, first Ghoulies is kind of like a witch movie. All right. And it's a great movie. But Ghoulies 2 is going to really satisfy the imagery that you create in your mind. It's really great. Unfortunately, I did not. Uh, Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College did not make the cut for my list. For oh, damn. Awesome sequels. But maybe if we do a part two, it would definitely be my number one. No, but <laughs> Ghoulies 2, man, it's a great, it's a great little flick. You know, f- fun fact is that they were making Ghoulies 2. Ghoul- they were making Ghoulies around the same times gremlins was so people call it a ripoff but the history is a little blurry on this we don't really know who's ripping off what or who's ripping off who it's interesting and joe dante has even commented on this and he's actually a fan joe dante likes ghoulies so that's pretty cool but ghoulies too man give it a shot give it a watch but please watch watch one and two they're really it's it's probably some of the biggest Probably some of the biggest, if not the biggest franchise that Charlie Band ever did besides Puppet Master. I mean, the Ghoulies are, they've made it. They've they've broken that glass ceiling and they're they're in the world of horror. People know Ghoulies, whether they've seen the movie or not. But now, too? did this come out before or after New Batch, Ghoulies 2? Do you know? Ghoulies, I think Ghoulies 2 was 88 or 89. Let me see. I think it was late 80s. I think and the Ghoulies only reason I say that 90. is because it kind of runs in the, like I was saying earlier, in the same idea where Ghoulies 2, like you said, is more what you expected Ghoulies to be, especially after seeing that poster. And then, you know, seeing that poster, knowing Gremlins, and then watching Ghoulies, the original one, to me as a kid was always kind of like, what am I watching? Like, this isn't what I was expecting. Right, And I think Ghoulies 2 kind of takes that new batch route kind of where it's like, you know what, we're going to give you what you kind of thought you were going to get the first time. Um, yes. So that's it's, why I was just curious if who came first, batch or, or this with that. Ghoulies 2 was 88. Ghoulies 2 is 88. And so Ghoulies 3, I believe, not that it matters. I think Ghoulies Go to mm-hmm. College is 90 or 91. Uh, but I want to say something really quick. I was just Googling it to see the year. I hate to, mm-hmm. I hate to bring this up because this really has nothing to do with this. Who the fuck do these people on Rotten Tomatoes think they are? 
Ghoulies <laughs> 2 has a 14% rating. What? The joke is on you to break down. You know, Garrett, I made this. We had this. We did this episode where I was telling Nick, everybody's a fucking critic. Everybody's like, I didn't care for the characters. The, the development wasn't there. The story wasn't fleshed out on Ghoulies 2. Yeah, what right. the fuck is wrong with you people? What is going on here? I, I, I'm sorry, but it's just—I like... mean, no, I, I get it. I mean, people like the things they 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 like and they don't like. I think a lot of it also has to do kind of with not like like you said, like Ghoulies too. It, it's not really a big deal for me. It's kind of one of those things. Like, if I like it, cool. I like it. I'll probably continue to watch it. If I don't like it, whatever. I don't like it. It probably won't be something I'll watch too often. And if it didn't really hit me, so and that's kind of the end with it with me. It's not worth me like debating people on certain things, right? Like, it's just not. It's just not worth it for me to to do. I have other shit I need to get worried about. But you know, the, for people that do that kind of stuff, um, you know, it, it I, you just wonder like this, this. What else? What? Why? Why even go down that road? It's like it's like if you like it, you like it. If not, you know, about a movie with a mutant rat and a yeah, like especially rat. something like Ghoulies too. Like, are we really going to get that detailed? And like, this wasn't a perfect it. movie. You know, it's it on Tubi, by the way, people. So no excuses. Go watch Ghoulies 2. Get off your asses and watch it. Because I'm, I'm talking to you right now. If you're listening to this, I know you haven't seen it. Anyway. All right. So, you know what? I'll stick I'll stick to kind of the, the topic at hand right now. And uh, especially oh, with Christian being on this show. My next great sequel is Puppet Master 2. Oh, Let's go. Puppet Let's Master go. 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, that was me, always Garrett. my favorite, man. Always my favorite. Even as a kid, it was the one. Um, I actually saw that first. Um, to be honest, I knew the name Puppet Master. Like it, it was kind of something that when I was a kid, the kids were talking about, like, oh, did you see Puppet Master? Did you Puppet Master? And it was always one of those things, like, oh, you know, killer toys. Like that sounds so cool. And do you remember that other movie, Puppet Master? Like it was like the it didn't have any, it was like a mainstream movie. You know that one? Funny story about that. So when I was trying to complete, which I still need Puppet Master 4 on Laserdisc. I have 1, 2, 3, and 5. Every time I'd go on uh, eBay and type in Puppet Master Laserdisc, fucking Donald Sutherland's big-ass face would be right up in me every time because it was the Puppet Master. It was his movie for Laserdisc all the time. I've subsequently seen the movie expecting to just be so pissed off because I was like, fuck you. You're always in my face when I want you to see it. It's actually a good movie. The puppet. I've Master. never, I've never watched the whole thing because I, um, you I saw like, where's the, where's the puppet Master 2 <laughs> on TV. I saw puppet master two on TV and I taped it. I might still even have like a recorded tape and my brother and I loved it like so much. And it, it just reminded me of like a cool, like eighties kind of little horror movie with toys and, then I was trying to find the other ones and I, and I bought the VHS of puppet master, but it was that Donald Sutherland one and thinking it was the first one of the, of the part two. So I remember watching it and being like, this is what the hell is this? And then, you know, I didn't see the original puppet master for years and years uh, until I got that first box set, I think, or maybe the VHS, I forget must've been the VHS tape. But um, speaking of what you have in your hand there, man, I, Just I, realized, the audience, like, I need, talking. I need to get that. I need to find out how to get that again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I have the old box, the gray one. It only came with like I think two movies or something. Hey, that's still a charming little set, though, man. I like. I remember you one time we were talking about it on Instagram. We were just I was gushing over the movie to you, and you were showing me your full moon. Stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. I mean, but I've been seeing people post like videos of that, and I'm like, you know what? Like if that thing ever goes on sale again, like I I gotta jump on it because that is a real nice set, and oh, to just have trunk. them all together, you know? Yeah, it's 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 cool. There's it's, not enough. Cool stuff right like that out anymore, you know, and it's definitely something I want to try to pick up. 
but yeah, I mean, have you, um, Nick, have you seen Puppet Master 2? I've I don't know seen, how big of a fan I, you are of the guy. I, I've seen every Puppet Master movie aside from The Littlest Reich. I think that's the newest one, the oh, yeah. most recent one. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, I, I actually... But, I went into those movies at a time like where I had been made aware by a lot of people for whatever reason that, Oh, you know, these aren't very good. People would compare puppet master movies to like the leprechaun movies. And I don't see it. Uh, I think the puppet master movies are definitely a little bit better than some of the leprechaun movies. Granted, I haven't seen all the leprechaun movies, but even that first leprechaun is like, it's, it's a deering. I like it. It's not good objectively speaking. So yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I liked I liked the first three. Those those first three, I feel like I could say I really enjoyed all of them. After that, some of them are dumb fun. But yeah, yeah, I, I haven't watched it in a while. But yes, I, I've seen it. Yeah, like Christian knows the details about these, I'm sure. Um, me, not so much. Like, to be honest, this is the one that I just really remember the most because it was the one I watched the most. And it always had a different feel to me than the other ones. And that, like, you know, a lot of them take place in, like, Nazi Germany or whatever. Like, this one kind of takes place, it seems like, in more current time. Um, now, Christian, being a big fan that you are, if I'm a big fan of Puppet Master 2 and just the, the tone, what would be the other one that I should check out? Because after Part 3, to me, again, they become very blurry. Um, I know there was, like, a retro, and and I don't know if that was any good. The only other one I remember is Demonic Toys versus Puppet Master. Like, that, that's it. And then The Littlest <laughs> Reich, which... Which I thought Lilith Reich was actually pretty good. It was pretty pretty heavy on the gore and stuff like that. I thought they did a pretty good job with this new one. This is uh, the Puppet Master yeah. movie that Charlie Band does not want you to see. And if you have this, Garrett, hold on to it. Oh, I, oh, I got that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'll say this. Of course, I am a, of course I, I am a Puppet Master connoisseur. So, I, go, I, I, I still think that the first one is the best one. I love the first one. I think two is is the darkest one, and I think that's why a lot of people love that one too. I love the homage to obviously the Invisible Man with Toulon and the bandages and stuff, and the accent and uh, the beautiful, beautiful stop motion. You remember when Toulon goes back to his his lair and he opens up the trunk and he says he's basically currying all of his puppets mm-hmm. and, and the stop motion in, shots. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, I think four and five are great i think that they they lighten up the tone and they expand the story but charlie gets a little ahead of himself sometimes because this is the way charlie band works movie title get the money start filming Mm kind of write the script as we're going along that's the world of low budget filmmaking but then again some of the four and five are great but i think the first three are certainly legendary home video rental horror films the newer stuff, the Axis Rising, the Terminator, um, excuse me, t- Puppet Master Axis Rising, Puppet Master uh, Axis of Evil, they get a little muddy. They, they're they not bad, but the, it, it doesn't feel like the classic. Pu- Puppet Master needs to be shot on 35mm film. It's got to be stop motion. It's got to be that way. The way Charlie Band films stuff now is just not the same. He uses these cheap-ass weird digital cameras they, they just don't look right the puppets look great the puppets they're obviously real puppets charlie doesn't do cgi puppets right. but honestly i hate to say it i think if you stick with the first five you, you could actually retro puppet master is not too bad it's really not that bad i would definitely check out retro puppet master because i think that was either the very first one or the very last one without the help of paramount 
Uh, that one's not bad. That's late 90s, 98. I would go from one to, to uh, no, excuse me, one to Curse of the Puppet Master. Curse of the Puppet Master. Retro Puppet Master's right before that. Go to one through Curse. Definitely see all those because those are still classic Puppet Master films. Then watch Puppet Master Littlest Reich because it had no business being that good. Puppet Master mm-hmm. Littlest Reich is as good as one, two, or three. And it's it's really, really great. Such good. It's from the producers of Bone Tomahawk, which they also mm-hmm. just redid Subspecies. And they did it. Excuse me. No, they didn't. They redid Castle Freak, which was the very first full moon movie Charlie did without Paramount. And Castle Freak was excellent. That's on Shudder. I, I have. Uh, I just watched Castle Freak, the original one, the other night. Um, I actually, lovely. I think it might have been like a Joe Bob special because I'm trying to catch up on all those. It's um, I love. I Castle do have Freak. Castle Freak, the new one, the remake, but I haven't even opened it yet. So it's been sitting on this like to watch list over here. So I, I haven't haven't checked it out. Um, I might not even own all these because the only set I have besides that like gray trunk with a couple Blu-rays in, it, I have Lilith Reich, but. I have that first DVD set that was like, it was kind of really, really sought after for a while. So I'm not sure how far that goes. It's a lot of them in there, but it might not even have retro in there. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, maybe it does. I don't know. There's, there's a uh, probably like 10 movies or something in there, but I don't think it's all of them. Do you know maybe not. that I would be talking maybe not. about? Char- Charlie would put those sets out so consistently throughout yeah. the years. Charlie was the king of re- not only releasing sets whenever a new one came out, but also releasing them without license to do it. Like when Paramount still had the rights to the movies, Charlie was doing box sets and he had to pull them. I have that set too. I think that's the one I have because I remember the, whatever one I have is the one that was really sought after um, for a while. So I'm not sure if I even have retro in there. I'm not sure. It it might be in there. I'm not sure though. I I don't want to spend too much time looking for it, but yeah, a lot of his shits on Tubi too. If you just like, hey, I just want to be able to see this for now. So, but great pick, uh, Puppet Master Three. If, if it's been a while since you revisited that one, Garrett, that's that's one of the best prequels. It really is that damn good. I mean, the beauty and Charlie goes for it. Charlie, dude, it was kind of taboo still doing Nazi shit in the nineties. Like, mm. and Charlie oh, yeah. does this movie full in the total lore of nazi germany i mean charlie is a is a renegade he's one of the greatest ever pub master 3 is fantastic i love it i i I think it's his i think it's the fan favorite overall quite frankly i talk to more people that say it's it's puppet master 3 for me because it has one of the best chest bursting scenes ever rivals alien it's that good well maybe not rivals alien but it's damn good it's damn good so if it's been a while please revisit toulon's revenge it's great Definitely. Great pick. Great pick. Thanks. All right, Nicholas. All right. So whatever. (laughs) The next one is a movie that is pretty recent, but doesn't feel like it feels like it would have fit. I know 30 plus years ago. Can I guess? Yeah. Go ahead. Finish your finish your intro. Uh, I feel like it's better than the first one. Uh, (laughs) Bullshit. it's not as groundbreaking as the first one. I think I know what he's going to say, too. I know what he's going to say. Just let say me say it. it. Is it this? Is it Strangers this? pray at night. Yep. Oh, I knew he was. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking something else. Yep. Bullshit. It's the Strangers pray at night. And let me just tell you this, okay? I, Bullshit. You know, well, you know, guess what, Christian? <laughs> it's all about taste, my man. And no, I'm I love I'm, I'm kidding. Totally this kidding. One, uh, to They're the, dead I, even. I know. They're I know dead you even like this me. one. But I'm just They're surprised. dead even to me. Dead okay. even to me. I'm going to say what I said earlier. 
My they're both is, really good, but in different ways. I think it's the same. Same goes for these two. I think it's they're they're both great, but they're they're different. I literally didn't put this on my list because again, Sydney was like, "Christian, why don't you put Strangers <laughs> Pray?" I said, "Nick's got that." How do you know? I know. <laughs> I know yeah. he's got it on his list. <laughs> I mean, it's it's no it's no surprise. Look, the thing about the Strangers Pray at night for me is that. Obviously, it is a love letter to 80s slasher movies, and I feel like it, it it nails that. It doesn't spend too much time trying to get to know a bunch of people that you're not you you're not supposed to care that much about. But even then, the little bit you do get to know about them, you love them. The soundtrack is fantastic. I'll never ever hear Total Eclipse of the Heart the same way again. Never, never in my life, I'll never hear it the same way. Um, I think that. It raised the stakes surprisingly to me. Like, and it, it actually shocked me that all the strangers died. I was like, what? Like, I did not see that coming. They, you could have really built a franchise out of this and, like, nah, we're going to kill all these fuckers in this movie. And honestly, I was cool with it because as much as I would have liked another strangers movie, I didn't want to see this just done over and over again where the strangers win. And, and that's what I think these two movies side by side work together so well, because the first one is a home invasion, very claustrophobic movie where at the end of the day, they win the the bad guys win. And it's a very somber ending. And then the second one is more, it's a more open space, but still isolated to the trailer park. But it, and it goes for a totally different tone and they all die. So it's mm. like when you at the end of the first one, I don't know how you guys felt. I watched it and I, I thought it was so effective, but I was like, it kind of left me feeling a little hollow. Like they, none of them died. Not mm. one of them died. Like, come on. Like these people were terrible human beings and they just walked away from this to go do this to other people. So I loved seeing them get picked off one by one. And like, dude, again, I didn't think that the line from the first movie where it's like, uh, what, like, why are you doing this to us? Because you were home. I didn't think anything could rival that. And then in the second one, when Bailey Madison's character asks it to Dollface, and she says, "Why not?" and she starts smiling. She's like bleeding out of her mouth, and I'm like, "These sick motherfuckers!" I I love it. I love it. That's I don't know. I love it. I saw this movie four times in theaters, and it was Jesus filmed. Christ! It, it was wow. filmed. It was filmed where I was from. Uh, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. I remember, and I didn't know that. And I'm sitting in the theater with my buddy Dave, and I'm like, that's downtown Cincinnati. Like, that's literally the Bengals stadium right there. And he's like, the Bengals. Yeah, fuck them. But, um, <laughs> and uh, he's like, is it? And I'm in the theater and I Google it, and it's like, yeah, it was filmed in the Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area. I was like, no shit. So I got to make my way up. There's only a half hour or so away. I got to go there and see the filming locations of that. But yeah, I love this movie. I love it. Yeah, I was just giving you a hard time. It's it's the real deal. I didn't see it in theaters. Quite frankly, I have no memory of it ever being announced. or I just remember seeing it on the shelf. Like, I don't remember shit from this movie. And then I was like, oh, they made a second one? Cool. And I, I loved it. It was certainly its own thing. That's the best way to do a sequel. But then again, the last time that happened was Jeepers Creepers 3, and that didn't live up to everybody's hopes. And then, But this movie was like, hey, it's like, a decade later, let's make another one. And I, I liked it. I liked and it. And you, you could not replicate what you did with the first one. So the idea that they had, let's do it something completely, tonally different, was perfect. Because I didn't want to see that redone. I did not want to see the first one redone. So I love the idea they had with this one. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you guys as well. I think that they the fact that they did it different was kind of what it what they needed to do. Um the first one to me is still very effective. Uh, like I was saying earlier with um, paranormal activity, 
there's not many movies that make you feel a certain way. And I think Nick hit it on the head with the the fact that it's like these people just did this to the, all these people and got away with it without even like being, you know, anything happening to them. It does, it does make you feel a little bit uneasy at the end of it, you know, and because you're just not used to that. And I think the one thing that I, I remember, because I did see The Strangers in theater, uh, Pray at Night, I didn't. And like Christian said, I don't even remember it being hyped for a theatrical release at all. Um, considering how well I felt the first one did at the time. And the one scene from the first one that still is just one of those things that are stuck in my head, the same way that certain movies are just ingrained in my skull. Like when, when the, what's her name there came out of the TV in the ring is something I'll never forget. Uh, seeing that in the theater for the Tomorrow. first time. Yeah. That, that I can like, like that thing, like still sends tingles up and down my back when I see it happen, even though it's like, at this point, you're kind of like, you already know it's coming, but it was a super effective at the time and and sadly and crazy enough the damn scene in signs with the alien walks across the screen still gets oh, me dude. like yeah, still. Oh. and it's like wait this movie's not even supposed to be that scary but for whatever reason when the kids like he's behind at the birthday party and i like i was in the theater and i legit was like because i'm thinking in my head like if this shit was to happen this is exactly how it's gonna go down oh like God. it's gonna be walking around like not know what the hell's going on like i, I just felt like it felt so real um at that scene that that still gets to me same thing like the end of blair witch like it still gets to me like every single time um and that was another one i was lucky enough to see you know the first weekend in theaters and and strangers that one scene where uh he's in the house and there's just and he's just standing there watching her in the kitchen and like and it's dead silent yeah and that's where oh, i think oh it works God. i think it works because like you know you never get that and i feel like that's something more horror movies need to do is to have those type of scenes instead of like the the loud music when something's about to happen, like the dead silence of him just standing there. You're sitting there and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like this is like real deal. This is real. It's like what really would happen if someone was in your house. And that to me always stuck with me. And I just thought it was a very effective. Yet they didn't have to do jack shit to make it's it effective, right? Brilliant. It's like, dude, they make these fucking movies like TikTok videos now. Everything's got to move like a fucking lightning bolt. Nothing mm. breathes, man. It's just that it's that's Strangers is so goddamn good that I remember seeing that in theaters and just having a black. I was scared shitless at the Strangers, man. That movie was so freaking awesome. And mm. uh, but at the same time, I love how Strangers Two just. It's it feeds my horror fandom, uh, you know, needs and wants. I need to be entertained. I want good music. I want uh, good setups, and that Strangers Two does that. And I like I like the I like the characters in Strangers Two. I like them. I like that no, girl. I, she's kind of like a rebel punk, and she's. Like I, I do too. Thing. Yeah, I do too. That's but that's what I'm saying is that like in that type of movie, you know, you're not really going for character development, and surprisingly, you still like the cast. Like you actually still like them, and that's the one with this is the one with the Matthew McConaughey lookalike from yeah, X, I was say that, Martin yeah. Anderson. Yeah. So, um, but one thing about the Strangers Pray at Night, and I'm I need to wrap it up with this one, but I just want to say. It's not like the first one in the sense of there's these, you know, long, elongated suspense sequences with playing with the sound design and stuff. They do play with the sound design a lot, but in a different way in this movie with the 80s soundtrack. But they are still scary in this movie and intimidating because of how little care they have for human life. Like, and the thing that I really think of is in the van with the dad. 
when the when Sackhead is literally just taking his time, he's just turning up the radio, scanning the stations, and then slowly just kind of drives the ice pick up through his neck and just kind of looks at him like, you know, whatever, just an, in another in just in a day's work. Like and it's right. That type of attitude is just so like, holy shit, how can you not care that how, how can you have such a little care for human life? So yeah, love it. That's something I never want a prequel to. I have no desire to learn about those people. Then they're they're not the right. strangers if you if you learn about it, you know what I mean? Right. All right. No, so my thing. next my next sequel, guys, is probably Jim Cameron's greatest movie. Does anybody want to take a guess? Uh, I mean Jim Cameron's yeah. greatest sequel, nobody talks about it. Okay, then I, it, Oh, nobody uh, talks about it? It's a sequel Jim Cameron directed. Nobody talks about it. It's his greatest movie. Are you messing with what is it? It's very obvious. Do you guys not know? It's not. There's I mean, no the way fact you, that you said no one ever talks. Yeah, about you it, said no makes, one talks. That's what, about that's what. That's what's making me think that. It's obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Jim Cameron's greatest movie he ever formed his directorial debut, as it were, Piranha Two. The spawning. Oh my God! You 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 were messing with us because that is it's his movie, but you know damn well what happened behind the scenes there, dude. It's well, good, a great. I, it's a great I don't know movie. what happened behind the scenes, so let, let me know. I'm not even kidding. Piranha Two: The Spawning is a fucking off, dude. Piranha Two. Hold on. So Roger Corman produced and 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 had Joe Dante direct Piranha, which is a great little low budget mm-hmm. Jaws ripoff. Mm-hmm. Piranha 2, the spawning, is fucking awesome. So Jim Cameron was doing second unit help on a Roger Corman movie. It was either Galaxy of Terror or it was the other one of his other Roger Corman. I think it was actually Galaxy of Terror. And he was helping with a gag scene that they had to do with worms in it. And Jim Cameron did something to help it and got it done quick. And the producers were like, hey, you're pretty talented. So then they hired, they, they said, you're going you're gonna to direct Piranha 2, the spawning. And he got fired, and he's never really discussed why he got fired. I think the speculation was he wasn't moving fast enough or whatever. But Prada 2 this morning is fucking awesome. It's literally about, it's literally about, fly, I got it right here. It's literally about flying piranha, but it's got the tone of Jaws. It's got a great cast. It's got Lance Henriksen in it. It's really, it's, it's got Trisha O'Neill. Steve Marichuk. It's great. It's really fucking good. And people that make fun of it haven't fucking seen it. It's not, not a bad movie at all. It's actually really fucking good. I love Piranha 2 this morning. It is. But 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 Garrett, what I meant by that was that that's why I meant like, oh, James Cameron, like technically, but he mm. got fired before the film was finished. So like part of it is James Cameron's and part of it isn't, but you know, and he doesn't necessarily associate himself with it but others do because they know that that was his creation, at least from its inception, but it didn't end up being entirely what was going to be his movie. So yes, Christian was definitely toying with us there. Like I love knew. Piranha two, dude, Jim Piranha two is in my top five James Cameron movies. Garrett, you have to see Piranha two. Have you seen? No, no, Piranha I, I've 2? seen Piranha two. Um, I, I actually, love I have it on DVD, but I did not buy that, that screen factory one. Uh, that, that's one I, I must've missed. It's got a two K um, scan time. of the negative. You know what though? I mean, after after talking right now, I, I probably because the the DVD 
quality shit. So it might this be one I need to upgrade good. now. Yeah. Dude, look um, at that art. Look at that artwork. Uh, you, my friend Tom really, uh, my friend Tom loves that one as well. Uh, he's always, you know, hyping that one up. And again, I, I have to be honest, like I've seen it, but it's probably been over 10 years. Like it's so, a movie. It's a legitimate you know? movie. I, I, I had no idea what to expect because I love Piranha. Dude, it's got a, it's the stories there. There's a lot of conflict with the people. Lance Hendrickson, anything with Lance Hendrickson is at least two and a half out of five stars. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yes. Of and course. this is a, right. Cause I, I love Lance Hendrickson. I don't want to pose. People have to see this movie. I fucking love Piranha too. It, and I want to say to you really quick, Christian, this is more rhetorical because I don't want to get into this debate, but I would argue that there isn't a bad Piranha film. I think all of them I, do. I like three double three D and all. I think uh, yeah, three I double D and three D are hilarious and super fun. So I love them. I love them. Yeah. It's a great franchise. I think three D is one of the better remakes out there. Yep. No yep. doubt. Um, I loved 3D a lot and I still do. And it's, it's one that I can go back to and watch on a regular basis and have a ball with it. I mean, I think they did everything right in that movie. Um, double D is a little bit, you know, out there, but. Oh, it's so dumb, but But I mean, I think, I just think 3D is one that more people need to, to talk about in a positive way because it is, it's, it was, I remember my experience in the theater. I was like blown away. I I thought it was amazing. It is fantastic. Um, Well done. I felt like the, 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 the way that they did the the fish were great. I can actually remember after I saw it, I was so hyped up. I was on eBay trying to see if I could find like like one of those fish, <laughs> like a prop or something, like a like maybe yeah. somebody had one, you know. But who I never the, was able to find one. Who the fuck doesn't like Ving Rhames taking the fucking boat motor and fucking chopping <laughs> yeah. up piranha? That shit's awesome. That movie's fucking yeah, the, awesome. The gore was great in that one too. Like when them trying to get off the beach and the the skeleton legs and stuff. Oh that was, yeah, was cool, man. yeah. Yeah, All right, cool. Garrett, you have the unfortunate task of trying to follow up Piranha 2 this morning. Well, I mean, again, everything I've got left are all like kind of pretty much fan favorites, more or less. Uh, this one here I'll just throw out now. It's probably the best sequel I have on this whole list. Um, you know, the first one's a masterpiece. And everybody knows it. This, this, this movie had no right to be as good as it was. And um, I rival to say, besides being, um, you know, a classic in the eyes of, of just in, in movie history, I, I can say that this one to me is is a, just as good. And that is Psycho 2. Uh, I absolutely yeah. love this movie. I think it, it works on all levels. It, it's a fun tone. And I feel like it it connects so well to something that came out so far ahead. And I, I just think it just it. it Everything about it, I, I love it. It's the real deal. Yeah, I won't. There, you'll get no argument from me there. I had it written down on my list and crossed it off, and I have proof of it, and I could show you on my list. I almost put, kept it on there, and it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was because I was like, I wonder if this will be. I don't know. I guess I was I was overthinking this list way too much. But yes, yeah. But I mean, I'll tell you right. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I like everybody's list. Everybody's got their style going on right now. I mean, I like it. I'm obviously bringing a game. I'm, a, movies no, <laughs> I'm gonna throw you for a loop with this next one. I don't think what you're I want to expect it from me. What I want, what, what I want to do is this because I know Garrett, you have to get ready for your vinegar syndrome show after this and stuff. Go yeah. ahead and finish your list. All right, finish my list now. I, I, I actually brought I'll more than it. 10 because I was, I'm more than seven because I was like, you know what? If they have all these, I'll, I'll just switch it. But I can ride through it really quick and let me know what you guys think. This one's a given. Everybody loves it. Creep Show 2. 
Um, yes. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I think it's right on par with the original. Uh, I do like the original better, but I mean, I think that that's right on par with it. Uh, another one, Sleepaway Camp Two. Uh, bastard! You bastard! Oh, is that on your list? But dude, Pam Springsteen is like oh, my dream woman. I still, she's still beautiful. I wish she would get over herself and just talk. I I agree. I wish we could, you know, she could be out there and people can get some stuff signed and all this other stuff. I, you know, I definitely wish that too because I I think this was such a cool, like again, it's it's different, right? It's different than the original one, but it works the same way. D- dude, um, that's some of the best shit from the eighties period. Like that is when you think about eighties popcorn fun movies. Y- you know what, you bastard? You've got the slipcover for that movie too, don't you? course you man. rat son of a bitch you know how much that thing is worth now <laughs> i know it's, it's one don't of those things dude and i'm like me. you know do what like dude listen listen th- these are coming back out there's no question in my mind so i would say if you don't have it by now don't spend the money you'll get it uh you'll get something i have and the again DVD. i mean like how iconic is this image here this is this is the iconic image of, of when i was a kid like i've got the slip for th- I, you know when i i bought i have the movies right i got one, two, and three. I bought them all at FYE. Three came with the slip cover. Three came with the slip cover. So I've got the slip cover for three. Uh, but I love honestly, Garrett, like as the time has gone on, part one has become my favorite. Mm. After I got a really big TV in my horror room and I was revisiting these films, I, I seeing one blown up in beautiful HD. I love one. It's like literally a upside down slasher film. It's all sexy guys and they're all, you know, showing their legs and shit. It's just so hilarious to me. Like they're all dressed like crop shirts and stuff. It's so I mean, talk, opposite. Talk about another movie that 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 ending still sticks with me to this. Like I can remember the first time I saw that, I was in legit like shock and being like, "What the hell what the am fu- I watching?" You know, I didn't, Dude, I didn't it's still see that movie until a year ago, and the first time, yeah, the ending, I it had never been spoiled for me, and I genuinely was That's... like, "What the fuck." <laughs> So I'll subtract that off my list because Sleepaway Camp 2 was literally my number one as the greatest horror sequel ever made. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll run through really quick. Phantasm 2. I'm a huge Phantasm fan. Uh, It's one of my favorite movies, the original one. I thought this was a great follow up, even though, you know, I think the kid did a good job. But like I said before, you like Michael. I like like original characters. You know what I mean? I, I, I think this kid did great. But I think the fact that Michael Baldwin came back like later and stuff, it just it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb in a way, I think. Um, but I think it's a great, it's a great sequel. That's um, my favorite I, one. Phantasm two. It's my all time favorite fan. Oh yeah. I know you guys are going to like this one. Cause I think uh, you guys just did a show on it or something. Devil's rejects is, uh, is the next one. Trash. On yeah. But Christian and I, <laughs> Christian and I prefer house of a thousand corpses. We both, I do. I prefer house of a thousand. I, you know what? I, I like devil's rejects more, but at, at the time, but now I've, I've changed my tune. Like when I first I think- saw devil's rejects in the theater, I was like, Oh, that was way better than house. And now I would much rather, I prefer house way more than, uh, than rejects. Now it's more cinematic, you know, it's more like mm-hmm. a Hollywood movie. So it's easier to digest, I think. But yeah, now going back on it, I'm the same way. It's the nostalgia. It's the crazy music video that house of thousand corpses is that just draws me in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Garrett, I tell you, dude, you're obviously aware of like the the like the history of VHS and VHS tapes and the companies mm-hmm. back in the day. Tell me you can't picture a beautiful because of the way Devil's Rejects is shot, 
16 mil, all that. Close your eyes and imagine a beautiful wizard video big box for the devil. Doesn't it make sense? That like it would have, it would have, it would have worked. I think that because that that movie, I just reviewed it because I revisited. And I was like, I want to talk about this one. I I do think it is his swan song in a sense. Like Rob's yeah. really great, even though it's not my favorite. I can respect the fact that it's it's the fan favorite for a reason. It just. Gets but I it. think it's the best. I think that's his best done movie as a whole. I just for some reason that maybe it is like you said about with corpses. It's. It's cinematic. Like I remember when I saw Corpses, it it was uh, I I was I don't again. I, it's tough for me to under, uh, know how old you guys when that came out. I saw it in the theater, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I can remember it like it was yesterday. I saw it. There was so much hype, but behind that movie when it came out, like it, like I felt like I was going to see something that I was n- not supposed to. It was just so hyped. Then it was like, oh, it was so cut, and, you know, and and you know, I don't even know how true that is, and and is there more footage that we don't know? I. I have no idea, but there was just so much lore behind that movie at the time. Right. And I can remember when I saw it, I, I was just, I was, I was blown away by it, but there were certain things that it was just to me at the time, like, and again, I could go and say the same thing about a lot of movies that I watch now. I may respect them more later down the road, but um, I, I wasn't sure what I thought of house when I originally saw it, because I feel like Rob zombie and I'm, and I'm, I'll go out and say it. Like, I don't mind Rob zombie at all. Like, I don't hate Rob Zombie. I, I like more or less most of his stuff anyways. But I feel like Rob has a tough time ending movies, in my opinion. Like, he, he really... And that's what I always felt about this one. Like, you thought it was over, and then all of a sudden they're going underground and stuff. And I'm like... And at the time, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what, how did this happen? His but, best you know, now is fucking awesome, though. Devil's it? Now I look at it, and I'm kind of like, all right, that's, you know, it's kind of cool. But the at the professor time, I was like, what the hell shit? is happening? It's yeah, crazy. because I was thinking... It's weird. It's like it's just wacky. Like I'm like, how did dude, how did he decide to do this, dude? They sent that broad straight to fucking hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They sent no, it to it, hell. It's funny that you mentioned that he does have a problem ending movies. I think his only two movies that end pretty strong are Devil's Rejects and Halloween Two. I think those are the only two that have like pretty strong endings. I think that the his remake of Halloween drags on that entire final chase oh. with Lori takes way yeah. too long. Lords oh, of yeah. Salem. I, I Christian and I talked about this. I really enjoy that movie, but that ending is a clusterfuck. It is a I clusterfuck. Don't, I don't even understand it, to be honest. I saw that in the theater too. And That's I what I love about being it. Like, I'll be in, like, it's like fucking like, Twin wait, Peaks. Like, is there yeah. more to this? Like, oh, what, where, where's the like yeah. the uh, you know it's like I'm like where's the closure? Maybe. Where's this? Like, what's what happened? What the hell went on? Yeah. It's psychedelic. Yeah. You know, I, I thought maybe the like they were on like an intermission or something at the theater. Yeah. I'm like, wait, it's over? Like what? I love the ending of the House of Thousand Corpses. I fucking love it. It's not over. If they never made another one, that's the perfect thing to me. I love it when when like they're you're done. Oh, the fucking creatures underground and shit are awesome. Doctor Satan love... and his fucking henchmen. Like that shit's awesome. It's weird. It is, as fuck, but it didn't but like at the time. It to me, I was like, what the fuck is going? Because it was oh, just such yeah. a different. It's, it was like a whole new movie. Basically, just started. You know, dude. Yeah. That ending is the great dude. Doctor Satan. Is one of the nastiest, creepiest things I've ever seen. Like, cause the it's such a beautiful thing, especially as a kid, because he was an instant folk tale in my mind when they tell you the story in the murder ride. So when you get to see Doctor Satan, holy shit, dude! Have you seen the yeah. deleted scenes of Doctor Satan and Devil's Rejects? Yeah, 
It's bizarre. I don't, I don't know. He's in, a, he's, he's in a hospital bed and he like Rosario Dawson is the nurse and she's like tending to him and he like rips her fucking throat out and yeah. she's bleeding out everywhere. Like, but oh, Rob, man, cut it out. Rob cut it out of the movie because he thought that including Dr. Satan and Devil's Rejects would take away from the realistic approach he was going with with that movie. Right. And he was right. But as fans of House, I was like, where the fuck is Dr. Satan? We got two sequels to it and you didn't show a shit with Dr. Satan. Well, Not much. I mean, I know it's probably too late now, but do you think a Dr. Satan movie would work? Why the fuck wasn't he in Three from Hell? Why the fuck was Dr. Satan not in Three? Honestly, I like Three from Hell, but let's be honest. Let's fucking be honest. Total missed opportunity. Why the fuck are we not going back to the house? What happens? Well, I say go back to the house. Okay, they can't go back to the house. But who the fuck? Nobody found that lair down there. Why, why the because if they cut dr satan out of devil's rejects he's still out there he's still doing his thing why don't they go down there they got all they, that world down there was so crazy i don't know i just think that it, i think that devil's Re- hell three from hell could have been there could have been totally different ways that could have been a great court movie that could have been a great movie of them breaking out of prison what if the whole movie was just them getting sherry moon out of prison i might have even liked it more i'd like three from hell but i mean come on when i look back on it there are so many different ways they could have done that movie that that i would have liked better i mean really i don't yeah. know yeah i uh i i mean i agree i didn't i only watched three from hell once uh, i didn't i didn't care for it so i never went back and watched it again um but so again i only know it so much because i've only watched it that one time um but uh, yeah, like Thousand Corpses, and I, I've talked about this before with the guys in Deadpit, and they even agree. House of a Thousand Corpses is probably one of the best-looking Blu-rays ever, and that was like on the earliest stages of Blu-ray was those movies came out, and right. that thing looks so unbelievable. Like that first scene with like Spalding and stuff, like I can't get over how good that looks, and I'm like, man, this thing would is going to kick so much ass if someone could put this thing out in 4K because this. I don't know what they did or how they did it, but but it looks so good uh, on Blu-ray, especially that first scene, like in the in the little shop or whatever. It was just it's unreal. So I'm hoping this thing gets a new edition for sure. Someone's going to do it. I know it. All right, Nick, is that are you done with your list? Uh, I mean, I have two more. Uh, go again, for it, I, go I got more than seven. Maniac Cop two. Yes. And Fright Night, and Fright Night two. Dude, Maniac Cop so. two is. Tell me the best thing <laughs> about Maniac Cop two is. Uh the music at the strip club. That song, <laughs> that song to is so be that fucking song Dude, is amazing. I so run good. to that when I go jogging after this. Like I swear to God, I listen to that song because it's that's that guy whoever's singing that thing. He has the greatest voice I've ever heard in my life. And the Maniac Cop rap is a jam. It's on Spotify <laughs> too. The Maniac Cop two rap is on Spotify. What? Okay, so um, I know the song. I love that song. Like that eighties, like song with that guy singing what is it do i just type in maniac cop 2 on well, youtube and i can find I think that tune yeah maniac cop 2 i think it's buddy miles dude that song is so emotional it's so fucking i love it good. it's so good i love all that kind of stuff in movies and it was just kind of it was it, to me it felt so misplaced in this that it makes me like it even more like yeah it actually makes me like the movie even more because of it type all in right. maniac cop 2 buddy mile first song well, it's an ad, but yeah, dude, and it's so good. I gotta get my friend Tabato. You, I gotta get Brandon Tabato to remaster the song, dude. I've already He'll sent him a couple cool. things to to do. Good, keep that. I did. I'm like, I'm like, busy. hey, man, you think you can try to do this? And he's like, ooh, that might be cool because there's a 
there's a real good song from a movie night visitor that i like and there's yeah. no good versions of it online i'm like dude, do you think you can try to tackle this because oh, uh, shit. it's it, it's killer but yeah uh, maniac cop 2 and fright night 2 are my last two uh both sequels i really enjoy i think maniac cop 2 uh i, I don't know i mean i, I think it, i like i like this one better than the first one without question um, it's so, just money. It's money. Yeah. It's money. It's great shit. And Fright Night 2, what do we need to say? Everybody loves Fright. Everybody knows Fright Night 2 is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, All right, Nick, so you want to wrap it up? List. You want to get your list out the way? Then I'll do mine last. Yeah. So uh, I had Fright Night 2 on mine as well. Uh, no yeah, surprise. Baby. I had uh, these next two are my my last two are interesting. One of them is from a franchise I don't really care for. I've only seen the first three, and I haven't seen anything after that, and don't plan on it because they look like shit. But I really like The Purge Anarchy. I think The Purge Anarchy with Frank Grillo is probably the best Purge movie. And I thought that that idea was very novel and cool when it came out, and then it got overdone, and I just never wanted to see any of them again. Um, And then this is a prequel again. You know, my bad. It came out later, though. Um, And that's we... What's up with these prequels? You know what? I just, I just wondering. <laughs> this is a sequel. The only show. reason, the only reason, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's part of a franchise. It came out after the other ones. It's whatever. You watch them in succession anyway. Who gives a shit? Okay, it works. Uh, Ouija Origin of Evil. Uh, oh, Mike Flanagan. Oh, it's yeah. the best. Because Ouija, I thought, sucked asshole. I mean, I, I saw that movie in theaters and I hated the shit out of it. And then they were like, all right, let's go with the, I don't know, kind of like Annabelle creation. Uh, Annabelle sucked. And then they were like, let's go back to like the origin of it. And Annabelle creation was awesome. And it's the same way with this. The origin of this was awesome. Plus, I think Mike Flanagan's just a fucking fantastic director. Um, so I really liked it. I, I thought it was really good. And I, you know, I intentionally left shit off my list that if we were talking about my favorite horror sequels, I'm putting Dr. Sleep in here. I'm putting uh, bullshit. Ma- no, I, I am, and I'm putting. The, <laughs> I mean, whatever. But I mean, he's putting H two. He's he's putting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, we could we could have that. Uh, we could have that discussion one day, Christian. Don't don't you worry. I mean, no, I, I like Doctor Sleep. I'm just I I'm know. Just, I'm being, I know. I'm, I'm. I know you're giving me a hard idea. time because you know that I like it more than The Shining. But that's a conversation for another day. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to. My list was just I was trying to throw out some names of movies that maybe get lost in the shuffle because they're. I had Exorcist three also on my list, but we had already talked about it. So I don't know. I had a. I think I had a good mixture of some eighties movies and some modern movies. So. You did good. You did great. Everybody's yeah. list was great. Um, I'll finish. I have two left. Obviously, Sleepaway Camp two is my number one. Obviously, I got to talk more about Charlie Man. So I did revisit the subspecies one through three. And I got to say, Subspecies 2, for those, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that may listen to this that have still not watched some of these movies. And I get it because they're not these, you know, they weren't theater movies. They were straight to video stuff. But you got to remember, it was Paramount producing this stuff for Charlie. He got good money for these budgets. Subspecies 2, again, Radu is one of the creepiest vampires, man. I mean, what he's and Anders Hove is just he is that character. It's so good. Subspecies two probably has the best and creepiest ending. Some of the uh, best shots. They really caught their stride. Subspecies one is great, and three is great too. Three actually has the dude from uh, I think it's New Blood part Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. The boyfriend is in that one. 
The hmm. part two is really, really good. I love it so much. The music is so good. I think that subspecies, the subspecies one, two, three movies are pound for pound the best things Charlie ever produced under the full moon banner. I think that really is. As much as I love Puppet Master, I think subspecies was Charlie's best foot forward to make legitimate good horror movies that aren't like bizarro puppets and stuff like subspecies is real the real deal so subspecies two guys please 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 give that one a shot and no i'm so, i'm shocked nobody picked this one for sequels uh, i fucking love this movie don't say, it. don't say it what don't say it say it i was gonna say i was i was surprised we made it this whole list and you didn't say pet cemetery 2 pet cemetery 2 is my <laughs> my pick are you kidding me? Oh, are you God. are you joking, dude? Pet Cemetery Two is fucking awesome. How did dude, I speak this so into existence? I, swear I mean, I, I think it. I think it's good, but I mean, I would, I would, I can't compare it. You know, in my wait before I give you an ash chewing. Oh no, it's whatever, <laughs> Kristen. You know how I feel about Pet Cemetery Two. I do not. Think I, it's don't bad. I, I don't know. I don't know. You're I I did a retrospective on all three of those movies, the Pet Cemetery movies last year, and I even said Pet Cemetery Two isn't awful it's not bad it's just i just it's feel just like what compared to, the, compared to the first one i just feel like it's like really why are you why are you comparing it to the first are you one fucking dude? dog heads on chicks <laughs> dude, it's, like what the fuck like it, eddie furlong man come on yeah i dude, mean eddie furlong is pets, great eddie but, furlong is dude the thing about pet cemetery too is it's it it revels in early 90s grunge direct-to-video it revels in the time it's in so much when you watch it i love it's so it i don't always want to watch pet cemetery because it's too fucking deep man i don't yes. feel like watching that funeral scene it's too t difficult pet cemetery 2 is i'm sorry it's way more accessible at the ready to watch and Christian, that you, has to get credit when you have a kid i don't know if you'll ever watch pet cemetery again seriously that, I it believe is that very totally. hard. It's very hard, which is it's, to my dude. It's that's the thing. It's like, it's nowhere near the level of a kid, obviously, but I'm a dog parent. That's all I have at the time. Even the thought of that is terrifying. So I can't imagine a child, but I don't feel like watching it all the time because of that pet cemetery Two. Who's that guy? The cop. He's in like so many good fucking movies. Oh, uh, his name. Fuck. Uh, he reminds he, me of uh, fucking Bradford English from Halloween Six, like, and I and I love. You're talking about his dad, the guy's dad, right? Is his name is uh, let's see, his name oh Clancy Brown, Clancy, Clancy Brown, Brown, yeah, dude. The the thing about Pet Cemetery Two is I don't I will not die on a hill saying it's better than one. I have I have no desire to do that, but I nine times out of ten, if I need a Pet Cemetery fix, I'm grabbing two. It's way more accessible to me. I don't I have to prep myself to like Pet Cemetery is a movie I have to plan to watch. The thing is a movie I have to plan to watch because I don't want to waste a viewing on the thing. Pet Cemetery 2, it's always there to get me through the day. And it's and the soundtrack is great. And it's fucking Mary Lambert directing again. It's so good. Pet Cemetery yeah. 2 is fucking awesome. It's so yeah, good. I, I'm not gonna. I won't. I, I won't give you much pushback on it. I was really just giving you a hard time because you spent this whole episode giving me a hard time. So it's like he's gonna fuck. I was looking at my shelf. That's the reason I thought of it. I was looking at Pet Cemetery too. Right before I said it, I, it came across my eye, and I said, 
wow, he hasn't said Pet, Pet Cemetery 2. And two weeks ago, he went to Instagram and said, this is better than the first one. I'm like, how did he not put this on his list? And then you were like, oh, I got one more. I'm like, fuck. I, I, I love it. it. I do love it more than the first one. I, I just do. I mean, Pet Cemetery is not my favorite. My favorite Stephen King movie is Children of the Corn. I love Pet Cemetery. I don't know if it's in my top five. It may not even be. I'd have to really think about it. I like some of the ones that are kind of not necessarily lost in the shot. Like I'm a big Firestarter fan. I love, oh, I love Firestarter. Cat's Eye. I like Cat's Eye a lot. Cat's like Eye too. too. I love Cat's yeah. Eye. Cat's Eye. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, like I'm a big Stephen King fan. Like there's not many Stephen King movie adaptations that I didn't like. Um, even ones that like don't get talked about. Like Night Flyer is a cool one. Um, I don't know why I, that's not. That had to do from Robocop I, in it. Hey, uh, Tommy Knockers kind of sucks. I'm, I'm you know what? I that. haven't seen Tommy Knockers in a long, long time. But my dad, for whatever reason, when I was a kid, told me that was like his favorite book ever. It's it's not a bad <laughs> book, but dude, oh my god, yeah. I think that's one of the only ones that I walk away from like that's kind of weak. But yeah, I mean overall, yeah, okay, okay. I, I hear you out. I, I hear. I hear I'm not gonna take any bullshit on this one. Okay, no, but I mean, think about think about what we're talking about. We're talking about great sequels, right? So yeah, not what's. Let's talk about sequels better than the originals. So it's a yeah. good sequel. I, I agree. You know, there's okay. plenty of shit sequels out there. That would have been Cemetery a con- two well, is not one of them. Well, let's That's end a this controversial topic. <laughs> let's end <laughs> this episode. Better. Let's end this episode on two things. I want each of you guys and everybody. I'm so everybody did a great job. Great list, everybody. That was great. Everybody take one movie from your list to be like, listen, guys, if you're gonna watch anything from my list or revisit it, it's this one, and then. I do want you to say a sequel that you think is better than the original to end it off with a little bit of controversy. And I'm going to go first. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go first. Actually, yes, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. I have a question really quick. Go ahead. It, with the, are we picking off of our list? No. Sen- the sequel okay. that you think okay. is better does not have to be okay. off of your list. Okay. So my sequel that I want everybody to seriously watch is Jim Cameron's best film. The Piranha 2, The Spawning. It's really good. I, I swear to God. The sequel that is clearly better than the original is The Exorcist 3. Okay. No, nothing? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not arguing. I'm not doing nothing. Nothing? <laughs> um, Garrett, hold on. Garrett no, and I, I don't Garrett, agree. Listen, we don't agree. Garrett, just try me. It's, convince what? me. Convince me why Exorcist 3 is not better than the first Exorcist. I'm listening. Do your best. It's just just very different in tone. Like, I mean, Exorcist is just the story of Reagan, what she had to go through. And, you know, I just think it's just a very different type of movie. And um, I don't know. Exorcist, to me, just has something not many movies have like it it's to me exorcist is one of those like it's more than a movie type things like bullshit I can put that in the same in the same vein as i can put like something like jaws <laughs> like these things are just so above movies that i can't i can't ever say that it's going to be better like those are certain things but i'm going to tell you a sequel right now that i would say i like i think is better than the original i'd like it better than the original and i'm sure a lot of people are, are going to disagree with me because the movie is so in such high regard is i i had this on my list but i forgot to even show it um, I can go out on the limb and say I like Dawn of the Dead better than I like Night of the Living Dead. Um, so to me, Dawn of the Dead is my, and I know a lot more people are much more into day at this point, but I think Dawn of the Dead to me is like a, a perfect a perfect zombie movie in my opinion. So that's, I that's would say a, that yeah. would be my, I think it's better than the original as a whole. Um, 
but um, I think if anybody's going to watch any of the movies I have on here, I'd probably say Psycho 2 um, as one of the best sequels. Um, but yeah, like it's hard for me because there's certain movies that I just put on a on a such a pedestal. It's hard for me to say anything's better. And, you know, I could even go on. See, I, I would even say on Halloween as well. Like, I don't really I don't know if I can really say be careful now better than the first be one. Very careful. What, Nick, the original Halloween? Nick is, a, Nick is nuts about Halloween. Oh, no, I mean, I know. But, I mean, I don't think any of the sequels are, are better are better than the original. But I will tell you this, that I think Halloween 2, in my opinion, is is almost a, a perfect sequel, in my opinion. Yeah, Rob, I always Zombies, thought, Rob Zombie's Halloween no, 2. Not, definitely yeah, no, definitely not that Zombies. one, but I always thought the original Halloween, like, to me, it, it always worked as one giant movie ever since I was a kid till now. And that's the one thing that still really bothers me about this whole new Halloween resurgence is that to cut out part two, fuck it, cut out the rest, but you can't cut out part two. And to be honest, if you think about the story we're going through now to get rid of the, the, the brother sister angle makes, it doesn't, it wouldn't have made any difference. It actually would have made the new, the movie seem more, it's, it it's make fucking, more sense. It's fucking bullshit. I mean, as a Halloween fanboy, I can just say that you could have kept two and ignored H2O and resurrection. Cause I could sure. really do without H2O and resurrection. Sure. So I don't know why we had to cut two out. So no, I completely agree with that. But Garrett, I want to say before I give mine uh, to help explain what you asked Garrett Christian, the reason I cannot say that Exorcist 3 is better than the original is because the one pitfall, the one mistake Exorcist 3 made was the forced connection to the Exorcist. This was not supposed to be an Exorcist movie. William Peter Blatty did not want it to be an Exorcist movie. So they had to give you that connective tissue just enough to, so they could put the three next to the name for the brand recognition. And I feel like that is the one pitfall that movie has, in, in my opinion, is that I got news to- for both of y'all. Both of y'all. The Exorcist is not even the best movie about a woman getting possessed in a bed. Might I, I raise you? Might I raise you the Italian masterpiece Beyond the Door? <laughs> now, let me there say, what is the grossest thing from The Exorcist? The crucifix scene. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. raise. I take your crucifix scene and I raise you in Beyond the Door. The kid driving in a convertible, drinking Campbell's soup from a straw right out of the can <laughs> is the grossest thing I've ever seen. What the fuck? You need to see this movie to believe it. Beyond the Door is way better than The Exorcist. Well, no, uh, it's not. I'm kidding. I think that's another. Okay, that's another versus uh, stream. I just, I think. I just, I'm just being a mother. I am a motherfucker he, tonight. He's just, man. Be, he's, he's giving, he's giving us a hard time, especially me. But you know that that's par for the course. So it's, I can take it, Christian. <laughs> um, if there's one on my list, I want people to watch. And this might sound redundant because I have talked about this a lot, but it did kind of fly under the radar. I mean, Christian's a diehard horror guy, and it kind of flew under his radar. Mm-hmm. It's the Stranger's Prey at night. It really is. I mean, I just feel like if you're a fan of 80 slasher movies, like I know a lot of you listening and watching are, this is it's going to give you everything that you loved about those movies, aside from boobies. It doesn't give you any boobies. And I'm, you know, disappointed in that because they had Christina Hendricks. So, and I, I have a massive crush on her. But regardless, it gives you everything you love from 80s slasher movies. And I just feel like, it is so well done. So if that's a movie that it, that's a movie I want you guys to watch, that's on my list. And a sequel that I think is better than the original that I'm always going to die on this hill. I'm always and, and the creator said it 
himself. So you know what? That's as close to the source as you can get. It's Dr. Sleep. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Christian's storming off. You can't do it. You can't take right, so it. We, Look at that. Oh, so it's just us then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He, he Actually, you know what? I, I'm shocked. Look at the look at the poster he's got over there, man. Full moon high, dude. Sick. <laughs> so yeah, I I wasn't trying to ruffle Christian's feathers. Uh, I have said this before, so this isn't news to him. He knows I feel that way. This but is bullshit. Yeah, that's that's well. Yeah, you know how many people would feel that way about you saying Exorcist Three is better than The Exorcist? I don't give like, a rat's ass what these people I, well, think exactly. about me. <laughs> I don't give a I don't give a rat's ass either. Like you know, he said I, Hannibal I, I was better, better than Silence of the Lambs. Oh God, no, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. No. I didn't say that. No. I said man. I like Manhunter more uh, than uh. Yeah, I like Manhunter. But no, Nick, not, I, I, that I, is I, that I'm, is a go. I'm that's just, I just wanted to say that's just a trope that people fall into so much that. Sequels can't be better than the original. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of sequels that improve upon their predecessor. Hold so, on, Nick. All right. I need to do this because I'm going to clip this. I need you to look into the camera and say, <laughs> my name is Nick Eber- Eberly, and I think that... I think that... No, 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 My name is Nick from the Lost River Drive-In. And I've probably ruffled some feathers this evening with this comment I just made. But let me just double down. According to Stephen King himself, I'm going to just reiterate what he had to say. Stephen Dr. Sleep, pussy. Dr. Sleep is superior to The Shining. You don't like it? That's okay. It hurts your delicate sensibilities? I apologize. It's also just my opinion. But Dr. Sleep is better than The Shining. I'm sorry. Okay, here, here's what I want you guys to do. So... When I don't know when this thing is coming out Sunday, right? This is coming out Sunday. Do you have something to say, Garrett? Yeah, I want I want you to take that just that clip of him saying, "Doctor Sleep is better than The Shining." I want <laughs> Put you on to Instagram. No. no, 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 no. But what I think you should do is I think you should have like the opening to the to the show, and then have just that clip, and then that that's going to really get people to want to watch this and be like, "What the hell happened?" You know what I mean? And then that's the feeder to the show to the show. Yeah, but Garrett, you, you got. Like, you got to understand, I'm about to get so much shit in the comments. He I'm is. about to get so much shit in the comments, and Christian will just... But dude, I mean, how, I mean, <laughs> listen, at, the, at this at this point, like I said, this should just be, you should just, it should just be your gimmick, man. And just they know like, this about me. You, they, are, yeah, you, are all, you are also the one that, that was praising Elm Street remake. So, I mean, hey, it, it is not. It, it I is did not is. fucking praise that movie. <laughs> I said it wasn't as bad as people say. I did not no, praise listen, it. Listen, though. Uh, so, so what I am going to do though, is, uh, when I saw that in the theater, I got like a 11 by 17 mini poster Elm street. And, uh, word is, is that Jackie Earl Haley just signed on to Rhode Island comic-con. So I'm getting my Elm street remake poster signed. How cool would that be? That'd be cool. Right. I just think it'd be very, I just think it'd be very unique. I'm not a Jackie fan of the movie at all, but no, I think but it would be a, a very unique piece to have. You know? Jackie got unfair hate, so nothing against Jackie. He <laughs> did fine. And even Christian, somebody that is not a fan of that remake, has said Jackie did fine. Like, all the issues with that remake, not Jackie or Haley. Take it. He's, take he's, that. You know what, though? In my opinion, I, I, I you guys might have talked about this before uh, before we sign off, but, man, I, I just don't see it's hard for me to see Freddie as someone else and it's always going to be. And I just don't, I just don't think it could happen. I just really don't. 
I don't. Maybe that. Even with maybe the best script, we I don't. A movie. I don't think you can, man. And it that's, sucks yeah. to say that, but I think it's over unless they do one more with him, and, and that's it. And maybe they kind of try to make it in a way where, like, not passes oh. the torch, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I just don't. I just don't think I can. It's believable to me if anybody else re- does that role. And yeah, Jackie was fine, but it just didn't feel right. Even even I, that, even though the movie itself sucked, but even that, like it was, he didn't do bad, but it just didn't feel right in my opinion. I don't want to sound doom and gloom, but to what you just said, I I think we are there. One of two things is going to happen. They're either one going to bring Robert back for a Halloween 2018 type thing, or two, we're not getting another Nightmare movie till Robert dies. Because I feel like it's New Line is just struggling way too much with the idea of making a nightmare movie without Robert, seeing how the one they did without Robert was received. So I feel like it's almost sacrilege to them, to where it's basically like we either do this and reboot it like Halloween did, you soft reboot, but continue the original story, bring the original actors back, or we just wait until he passes away and it doesn't seem as sacrilegious anymore. And I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, but I just feel like it's one of those two and nothing else is possible. I really I mean, do to be honest, that. like, and I would be fine with, with no more. I, I love Elm streets and, and I think that they're, you know, I think they could probably swing one more and I think Robert could do fine. And even if they wanted to bring, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they would, but like, even if they want to do something with Nancy and all that shit, I mean, they could still kind of make it work. I'm thinking that Robert still has it in him. I saw him on that show. I thought he looked and sounded great. Um, but hey. I mean, I, I just don't think that they're, I don't know. He, ba- what do you, he backtracked what do you think on his comments and he said he would come back for one more movie. He did say that he has backtracked on that. So I, Christian, I, I, yeah, but we'll give you the floor. This is your franchise, but I will just say this. I would take a nightmare movie before a Friday movie any day of the week. I don't know, dude. I try not to think about it anymore, quite frankly. You got to remember, too, Nightmare is about to have its 30th anniversary, and Wes wrote the movie, so I think his family's probably going to try to, you know, when the, the, the thing of like, that, that law about every after 30 years, the screenwriter can get his the rights and ownership back to his script. So it could be an extremely long time before they make a movie with that ha- with that happening. So I wouldn't expect one to happen for I, I wouldn't expect one to happen for a very long time. That's my guess. But what what, what do I know? But I don't know, dude, I I. I wouldn't mind it. I think if they did one with a new guy, it'd have to be like a Bill Skarsgård, somebody I don't know. But if they made one with Robert, yeah. I mean, use Bill Skarsgård for God's sakes. I'd yeah, probably, fuck probably yeah. Job. But honestly, dude, like if it never, if I never get another one, I'm, I'm fine. I have so many lovely movies I can revisit at a whim and just, I get so much from all those. There's, there's no movie like, like when I, when, when you say nightmare four to me, a million things are running through my head. It's not just the movie. It's the artwork. It's the soundtrack. It's songs from the soundtrack. It's the Fat Boys. It's uh, Go West. I mean, no new movie is going to be able to give that to me regardless. So it's just one of those things that, like, you know, I don't know, man. If they make another one one day, cool. If not, I I have a beautiful franchise that I can revisit all the time and it's not going anywhere. And so you know. I understand why you say that. And I, and I, I really do. I really do. And I respect it. And I, I will just say this, that I feel like it's going to happen. I think sooner than you think. And I think the reason for that is because of scream. That's another classic franchise he created. That was a cash cow that 
they made a new movie. I mean, someone ponied up enough money, Spyglass Entertainment, to get the rights from the estate and, you know, make a new movie. And it did well. I just feel like if Jason and Freddie do not come back right now, I don't know if they're ever going to be viable again. We're in a slasher resurgence. We're in an old school resurgence. And if you miss this boat and come back too late and they're duds, you may never see them again. So I think now is the time to strike. If any time is, if there was ever a time to strike, but I mean, that's just my two cents on that. But Garrett, I know you have to get to your vinegar syndrome talk. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank you. And I'm sure, you know, Christian's got things to say to you, but I want to thank you for being on here. Seriously. Great conversation. Very organic. You guys talked about some things that I wasn't very knowledgeable about at points there. So I just kind of let you guys have your little nerd out about some things like Sega. And when I didn't play that, I did have an, <laughs> I did. I was a big Nintendo guy growing up. I had an N64 Super Nintendo. So yes, I, I, I can relate to that. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. Great guest. And, and as always, it was, it was really nice talking to you. Hey man, thank you uh, so much. I appreciate being on. And, and again, like, like I said, uh, I didn't realize uh, before tonight, like how many little details you knew. So you, you, you taught me a lot of stuff today about movies that I didn't know, like a lot of backstory about. So no, it was definitely fun being on. I thought it was, was definitely good conversation. I think that we all had solid picks and, you know, we all had kind of different angles that we went at with these, which I think kind of made it all kind of work. So uh, definitely thank you guys for having me on for sure. Oh yeah, and you gave me a brilliant idea. I'm definitely starting the episode with uh, that close up of Nick. Fuck, I'm no, but, I mean, that on... but that's. I mean, th- you, you talk about you talk about like you talk about clickbait, right? It's perfect. Yeah, oh, it is. But, and, and let me let me just say <laughs> let me just say this to close this, guys, to all to the audience. That is just my opinion. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to agree. I'm not saying I'm right. It doesn't matter. I'm cutting all this it out. It doesn't account for taste. I'm, I'm just, cutting this out. I'm just saying, okay, well, then I'll double down. <laughs> fuck it. No, fuck it. <laughs> Dr. Sleep is a motherfucking masterpiece. And I will not accept anything other than you realizing, you're right, Nick, it's a masterpiece. Please take it easy on me in the comments. I love you guys. All right, guys, we love y'all. We'll see you next week. Hey, thank you guys.